Hello my people, my name is Bridges Mugala and welcome to the Football Weekly. And of course my name is Anthony Baki. <laughs> so today we are graced, Anthony Baki, today we are graced to Nakosa Neville but we are graced to have a good guest with us. Aguna. <laughs> and of course. Aguna <laughs> Mwenyewe. <laughs> so we'll give him the chance to introduce himself. Exactly. Of course it's me, Apere Julius, and a diehard Arsenal fan. Thankful. I'm very thankful for bringing me here. Thank Welcome. you very much, uh, Julius Apete, for coming through uh, to us. Uh, Arsenal fan. Today yes, it yes. will be very exciting. I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, back to business and on to uh, the highlights. So he's back. Cristiano Ronaldo is back at Manchester United after 12 years in Spain and Italy. The Red Devils paid Juventus a fee of 15 million pounds plus a further 8 million pounds in add-ons. The Portuguese forward completed his medical on the 30th of August and will join the United camp after the international break. In an, in an interview with the United coach Oleguna, the gaffer stated that Ronaldo is no bench warmer and he will be available as soon as possible. <coughs> and also he'll be wearing the number seven. Hey, what's up in London? Huh? Arsenal are at the bottom of the, of the table after a bad start in the Premier League. The Gunners have lost all their three matches of the league without scoring a single goal. However, they have showed character in the Carabao match against West Brom, winning by six goals. But Manchester City were in pole position over the weekend and ran riot over the North London club on their 10-year anniversary after the 8-2 defeat by Manchester, United, uh, by Manchester United. City scored five, Arsenal were completely out and Chaka added salt to injury by getting a first-half red guard. Oh my, the Blues at Anfield. Chelsea were able to get a point at Anfield in a rather elevated and uneven match against Liverpool. Kai Havertz scored from uh, for the Blues for from a corner, and Mo Salah scored from uh, for Liverpool from the penalty spot. Chelsea fullback Rhys James was shown a red card at the end of the first half. The English player was judged to have handled uh, the ball when a goal opportunity was presented by the Merseyside forward Sadio Mane. Both Chelsea and Liverpool are on seven points uh, with the same goal difference. Back to North London, William has left Arsenal after agreeing to terminate his contract and walking away from £20.5 million. The former Chelsea forward will join Brazilian side Corinthians on a free transfer and was willing to take a 70% pay cut to return to Corinthians. On the other hand, Arsenal Midland uh, Knights did not show up, did not show his frustration at the club due to the lack of game time. The English uh, the English player wrote on his Instagram that all he wants is to go where he can play, and tagged Arsenal. And Chelsea signed Saul uh, on loan from Atletico with an option to buy. The Spaniard had already made up his mind after creating the chance that gave Atletico the lifeline over the weekend. The Blues are glad to have him alongside Ngolo Kante, Joginho and Matteo Kovacic. And in Europe, PSG were firm on Kylian Mbappe transfer Saga to Real Madrid. The 22-year-old showed his interest of leaving the French dance, but the club had other plans. PSG rejected more than £220 million for the French winger and they are in a position of losing Mbappe on a free transfer come next summer. 
the shock of the transfer, Antoine Griezmann has returned back to Atletico Madrid after two years at Barcelona. Griezmann joined the Spanish champions on loan with an obligation to buy. Barcelona paid a release clause of £107 million for the French forward, but due to their financial status at the club, they had to let him go. Although Real Madrid did not get Kian Mbappe, they managed to sign French wonder kid Eduardo Camavinga from Rennes. Los Blancos paid up to £40 million for the 18-year-old midfielder plus add-ons. So the moment of the day, beautiful nights are made of champions. Everyone will envy the tears that drop down from the winner's eye. The excitement, the thrill, the rowdy spectators and lastly the Champions League. Ladies and gentlemen, Liverpool's incredible win over Barcelona. Henderson, still Henderson, saved by the goalkeeper and in by Diva Carigi and Liverpool have scored. Now the race, it's in, it's Ginny Wijnaldum for Liverpool, he's caught in a beauty. So that was a night to remember for Liverpool fans and a night to forget for Barcelona. They never walked alone that night. <laughs> I so guess true. they had the guardian angels are walking by their side. That atmosphere at Anfield that day was unbelievable. <laughs> it, it was over the roof. Yeah. Yeah. Origi, Origi was hey, one of a kind. I want to go straight uh, to the weekend games, the uh, games that were played uh, before the international break and also match day three. And uh, with us today, Julius will help us to analyze these games that were played uh, during the weekend. So Man City versus Arsenal, it ended in a six, in a 5 nil goal thriller and uh, Neville, who is not with us today, was Almost, almost, Karibu uh, kupata the prediction because he predicted a 5 nil win. Meaning so, he got it right. Yeah, he nearly got it right. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, Mindo nilikuwa nje sana, nilisema 3 2, Man City 3, and then Arsenal 2. But, but, why did you think you were going to score? Because, <laughs> when you didn't even score against Chelsea and Brentford. <laughs> no, 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 he was considering the fact that Arsenal had a spectacular midweek match, you know, yeah. against bro, West Brom. Bro, we were playing against West Brom. <laughs> <laughs> second uh, 11, perhaps. Oh, okay. No. Uh, Oba, Oba is not in the second 11. That's the second no, captain. West Brom's West. team was almost a second 11. They never had the experienced players for that game. Okay, but we played well on that cup night. Mm-hmm. It was a good game, yeah. Yeah, and I compared to how we played the league matches so far. Yeah, and I yeah. believe that Arsenal will have carried that spirit onto the game on the weekend against Man City at the Etihad. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was unfortunate. I think uh, Arsenal currently is going through some crisis, mm-hmm. and I think it's high time they sorted these things out as early as possible. Because you know, since the league started, we've been having issues with player. Uh, getting the COVID-19 stuff, players are out injured, some players are not settled. So I just think the coach should get this team together and I think they will just be fine. 
Yeah. Because I think even Oba said, Oba said as the Arsenal captain, he needs a crisis talk with the team. And it's evident. There's there's no one who's giving their best. I think if I was to pick three players, or even if uh, I was to pick three players who can get in the top four current teams in the EPL, that is Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, Manchester United, then I would only pick three players from Arsenal. That is Kieran Tierney, Emil Smith-Rowe, and uh, let me say Sambi Lokonga is a good signing. Very, very good signing. <laughs> yeah. And when you talk about uh, COVID and uh, settling of the players, yeah. um, Julius, <coughs> you have Shaka in the team. Shaka wanted. Uh, Shaka was on the verge of going to Roma. And Roma, yeah. Yeah. And now he was. I won't say he played a good game against City. He uh-huh. got a red card, and now he's suspended for the next match. Uh-huh. And he has he has now COVID nineteen. Yeah, Do you it, think it's a, it's a sign that Shaka will have been let go uh, by Arsenal? Then uh, 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 and then there's also one thing I read today. Uh-huh. The, the Swiss FA are saying that Shaka has not got his COVID-19 jab vaccine. So I'm really wondering what how, how Arsenal treat their players because I think in the EPL, I think all the players, almost every player has got a, a vaccine, have gotten vaccinated. So uh, it was so unfortunate for me to read today that Shaka has not been vaccinated and he, he tested positive. And then in the issue of joining Roma, I expected Shaka to leave at the end of the season because that was once a captain who, who threw the armband, removed his shirt, and and did what for the fans? Like it, it wasn't even with the fans together. As an Arsenal captain, you you cannot do that. Arsenal is a big team, as much as they're struggling right now. So I really expected Arsenal to sell Shaka on this window because the performance that Shaka shows at the international stage and that one that he shows while playing for Arsenal, it's a total different thing. Yeah, and uh, what was the reason behind Arteta's uh, decision of? not playing uh Sambi Lokonga and also even when Shaka got the red card still yeah. uh Lokonga wasn't able to come in uh for the game and when you look at the next week this week now it was international duty yes and then uh, he had now like two weeks so what was the decision behind Ateta's uh, not playing Lokonga just like any other fan would question that I'm also questioning. I, I question Ateta a lot of times because there are some two Arsenal players that were uh, that went on loan that I didn't even understand why they were taken on loan. Because for me, I didn't understand why you take William Saliba on loan, who is doing well at Marseille, taking Guendouzi on loan, who is also doing well. Then you leave me with the likes of Holding and Chambers in the central defence, and just saw how Shambuli were against Manchester City. Yeah. Eh? Again, I think it's about the players where they want to be. In terms of uh, play and, the, and their career, yeah, yeah. Look at the lack of Gwendozi. Mm-hmm. He's comfortable at Lyon. I think Arsenal. the comfort came after after the game. Uh, uh, I think when Mope and Gwendozi had uh, had some fight at the end of the game, Arsenal against uh, Brighton. Yeah. That's when he was taken. I think I just think Arsenal coach Mikel Arteta has some ego in him because actually, if I remember that game, we played poorly. And Gwendouzi was just fighting for the team. He's just a fighter. He was just fighting, fighting for the team. So I didn't expect the coach to exclude him or even to take him on loan. He's totally a fighter. Same to William Saliba since he signed for Arsenal. He has not even played a single game. Yeah, Why don't you give him game time? He's winning a lot of man, man of the matches at, 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 at the League One. So I, He's not been tested. Why don't you just give him time? Try him. He's better than some players that I see playing for Arsenal every day. Because, <laughs> actually, let me let me ask you one thing. If you are given Gwendouzi, for example, and uh, El Neni, whom would you choose? 
I would rather go with Gendouzi. Yeah. So that's it. I I, I don't understand Mikel Arteta's uh, decisions at some time. Yeah, and uh let let me just uh throw this to Anthony Baki because uh, of the history of Chelsea and young players going on loan. Uh, Arsenal did let Joe Willock go uh, to Newcastle. Yes. And uh, also Rhys Nelson went on loan this season. And at the beginning of the season, uh, when they were playing against Brentford, Arsenal was short of players. W- why do you think the management in Arsenal did let these players go? Um, I think at times, uh, as a team, and even in terms of management, you try to look at options. You have a lot of options with you at a moment. So the players want game time. So yes. it, it is always a conversation between the player, player and the management. management. Yes. So if I'm a player and I think I'll be on the bench for quite a long time, yet I know within the same uh, situ- situation and time, I can get a team where I can uh, play, uh, get better, and at least come back when uh, the team really needs me. So I would always go for the option of loan, then when I, I get to my peak or I improve my performance, that I can always come back to the team. Rather yeah. than sit and warm the bench and hope or expect that someone might get injured or you might get three to five minutes of play in a 90-minute match. You understand? Yeah. So it's always the player and the management. It's always a discussion. Yeah, and uh, the issue the issue I have with uh, Arsenal selling Joelo, because mm-hmm. Joelo has been sold, not on loan. Yes, has yes. Been sold. yes. And, uh, Joey Look showed his, he gave it all when he went to Newcastle last season. Mm-hmm. He scored seven in seven consecutive games. So why why was it necessary to sell Willock rather than just give him on loan and then see how he, go, he performs and then if he's good enough for the team, bring mm-hmm. him back. If he's not, then just sell him. Do, do you think it will hunt Arsenal like... The Pogba thing. I don't think it's going to haunt us, no. Uh-huh. You know, like if I give an example of Race Nelson, Race Nelson went to Offenheim on loan. Yeah. And he was he was like the best performer in that season at Offenheim. Yeah. He was the best player. When he came back to Arsenal, he has never performed again. Yeah. Now look at this this players. Let, let let me give you an example of players who have come from the academy and they are they are doing something good. An example is Mason Mount from the Chelsea Academy. Yeah. Where, his breakthrough made him in the first team and he's been there up to now. Yeah. Look at Bukayo Saka, the same. Look at Smithro. Smithro just came the, the, the last season yeah. and he's been playing every time. So I just think it's a matter of time. If the coach gives you time, show him that, yes, I can really play. Yeah. But if you don't show the coach you can play, I don't think the coach will give you the number frequently. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a matter of showing what it and are you doing it at your best. Yeah. Yes. So, so I just think Willock Willock will perform at. Uh, there, there's a lot of pressure in these big teams than those small teams. Yeah, the big team yeah. syndrome actually yeah, yeah. A, a, lo- a lot. It of, takes a lot. Uh, role in this. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to Manchester City. Uh, there's no no. There's a little <coughs> talk about Manchester City. They have been playing a bit well yeah. without a striker. Yeah. Is it okay if they go without a striker throughout? Uh, personally, I think it is because Guardiola has done that in, in the in the past. You remember the Barcelona squad? Yeah. Uh, the one that had Pedro, David Villa. They yeah. didn't have a natural striker. They like they used to play a false nine. Yeah. And that is actually what they're doing right now. So yeah. I think Guardiola has done that before and I think he's going to do it this season. Yeah. I think Ferran Torres will be acting as the main striker. Because even right now, Gabriel Jesus has been turned to be a winger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's performing. He's quite performing, well. yeah. So I think they'll do. They'll do. Be, they'll do well without a striker. Yeah, and uh, 
Manchester that's Manchester City versus Arsenal game. Uh, who do you see as your player of the match? For me, I think uh, I'd say Grealish came through for the for the team. Uh-huh. Because you know, um, the the big signing uh, uh, effect uh-huh. actually on him and the pressure to achieve actually pushed uh, pushed him uh, to those limits where he had to perform in such yeah. kind of big matches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Julius, do you agree? Uh, actually, I didn't watch the full the full <laughs> game. Uh, you know, I I got pissed off after the Shaka's red card. But I, <laughs> but I think, but but I think I think uh, I think Gudogan played well. Yeah, I think yeah, I think, I think it was it was a main man in that in that central midfield. Yeah, I think yeah, you have to give him credit. He has been the caretaker after those injury problems for De Bruyne. Yeah, I, I actually, I think Grealish has not been at his best since he left Aston Villa. Maybe we are yet to see. Yeah, I think you are yet to see. Yeah. It. Yeah. But also you cannot ignore the input is bringing uh, into the match. Yeah, it does, it does, it does. Yeah. Uh Julius flop of the match. Flop of the match. Yeah. City against Arsenal. Yeah. Every Arsenal player. <laughs> <laughs> you know actually they were talking about uh Sid Kolasinac and mm. Gre- Grand Shaka. I di- I didn't even understand Arteta's tactics that day actually. <laughs> You know, sometimes I question the attitude that beat Guardiola and beat uh, Chelsea in the in the FA Cup, uh, and then I question the attitude that actually started the league. league. <laughs> yeah, actually, me when I looked at Arsenal fixtures before the league yeah. began, I said, you know what? In the first three games, let's just get three points, and those three points were were supposed to be from Brentford. Yeah, but how uh, we played against Brentford? Hey, bro, bro, too worrying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. Actually, I didn't even see the reason why we had to play with the back five as much as uh, a back three, as much as uh, all the fans uh, wanted it to be done because that's how we we beat big big teams. Uh, the season we won the FA Cup with Mikel Arteta. Yeah, but I think the, the the defenders that we had for that day were not just fit for the back three. There are people who have never played together, so yeah. you you can you can look at it. Then a red card and. The whole team is. <laughs> you went short on players. This is a team. Actually, this is a team of young players. You see, yeah. most of them are under twenty-five. Then, if a senior player like Shaka gets sent off, so what are you showing these young lads? Are they going to do their best? Nikubad. Yeah. Nikubad. So I just think Arsenal senior players should step up. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Let's go to the uh, controversial game of the weekend, which was Wolves versus Manchester United. Ah yeah yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> there were two. I think there were two potential potential red cards. Red cards against yeah. Wolves against Manchester. Yeah, I think so. In uh-huh. the I think in the 29th minute, uh-huh. Ruben Neves on Bruno Fernandes, and then uh, in the lead on the Greenwood's goal, uh, Pogba's potential uh, foul on Neves. On Neves. Yes. Yeah, and I think that is something that. Uh, Olegun and Jagen Klopp has uh, have been talking about on the presses. Why are referees letting go of these fouls? It's becoming a wrestling match rather than football. Like last season, it was basketball and rugby. <laughs> <laughs> this season is all about wrestling. <laughs> so, do, do you agree with those uh, fouls, or are they too soft? At times, I think they 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 before actually they make the, the decisions. They try to imagine uh, before and after. Yeah. Like, what was the intention? Was the intention to win the ball, or were you going for the body? 
So sometimes the, uh, as the referees, they actually find themselves in uh, some kind of puzzle. You understand? So you're in an angle where you've not seen it quite well, but again, you still have to make a decision. Yeah. yeah. So, and then you also consider how the game is. Sometimes you, you, you pull out a red card and then you spoil the whole game. Yeah. Because I, that was not a game for red cards, according to me. It just needed the 11 players v the 11 players. Because yeah. it was a very nice game to watch. You understand? Yeah. So at times, it's about the angles. Where he sees it from, sometimes he gets it right, sometimes they don't get it right. Yeah. <coughs> but uh, you see, like, this haphazard uh, red card, sometimes they don't make sense. True. And yeah. at the end of the day, uh, you go on and uh, ruin the game and slow the pace of the game uh, from the players. And uh, Wolves, Wolves have, have, are a very good team. Wameonesha, they can uh, play a good football this season, the three games they have played. Yes. But the problem with them is that they have ran out of uh, goals. Traore is running everywhere on the pitch but not scoring goals. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do, think, you, do I you think, think they will, they, will they get these goals or... I think they will pick up well because Jimenez just came out from injury. Yeah. So he hasn't picked. I know as much as they miss Diogo Jota. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with Adama Traore this season. <laughs> I mean, what, like the game against Manchester United, they got performing well. But but just finishing the the final final ball, final third, the final ball on the final third was zero. Yeah. So I think if they can improve on that, then Trinka also wasted a lot of chances in that game. Yeah. I think they were they were to bury that game in the first half. Yeah, true. And also, uh, they were bouncing off Fred like Fred just started playing football the other day. I think Fred just had a bad game. Uh, Manchester United fans should not hate him. He's a good player. He's a good, you've seen he has, he's performed well in some yeah. games. Yeah. Because the problem is, like mm. this is the second uh, game for Fred mm. uh, in which he has performed poorly. Yes. The game against Southampton. Yes. And uh, now this game against Wolves. The problem is he's giving away uh, the ball too many times. Actually, I think Manchester United currently has a, has a good squad. But yeah. there's there's a place that they really needed to strengthen this summer, and I still wonder why they didn't. That is the holding midfield position because right now McTominay is injured. Yeah. Matic is getting old. Yeah. Why would why why didn't they even go for Bisuma? This this Brighton guy. If Bisuma is in that uh, Manchester United midfield alongside Pogba, Bruno, yeah. Bro, I'm telling you that will be a good team. I, I, I'm going to have a difficulty watching Man United, Man United right now uh-huh. without Scott McTominay in that midfield. True. Because of his work rate. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, he made life very easy uh, in the match day one. Yeah, match day one. You just saw what? Yeah. How Pogba, Pogba was, was able to create a hat trick of assists. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I will throw this to Anthony Baki. Uh, I know you have some affection towards Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the goat. The goat. So Cristiano Ronaldo coming to United, what does it mean? Uh, it means a lot to me. You know, sometimes you can love the cow, but hate the cow. <laughs> 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 uh. So yeah, unezapenda kupenda ndama. I really love Cristiano Ronaldo, especially his work ethic uh, when it comes to this sport football. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that um, he's come back to his uh, the team that actually gave him the the oomph in terms of uh, play in uh, the football world. You know, it's, it's like when you're feeling the goosebumps of yeah. uh, a god in football coming back to his 
uh, coming back to home coming home. back to home yeah. you understand uh, i'm expecting a lot from him but uh, again i don't expect united to win you know i just hope to see ronaldo do well umesema kama game kama united kama ronaldo anafunga basi yo game united lose 5-4 but acha kibize golden boot nini but acha ligo to ngine wachukue actually i read cristiano ronaldo but i don't think he's going to perform like how he performed in the year 2007 2008 before he went yeah. to madrid he's getting old the pace in the premier league right now is just too high yeah. i'm not saying that he's not going to bang goals he will because he's a natural goal scorer yeah. but i think the most important thing that people should look at how he's going to mentor the youngsters at at manchester united right now yeah. because the likes of mason greenwood rashford those people are going to learn from him jordan sancho yeah. I think that is the most important thing. They're just going to learn from Cristiano Ronaldo. What I got up on Avenue Jamana Piga training, then that's that's what they will want to do at yeah. the game, yeah. So, uh in that Wolves Manchester United game, there were two players. One of them uh had his debut, full debut, gave an assist, kept a clean sheet. The other one uh had his start debut, played I I won't say he played very well. He played below average. Mm-hmm. Uh what people expected of him uh, he didn't deliver in that game and uh at the end of the day he went null and that is Varane and uh, Sancho respectively the expectation of Varane and Sancho and I remember the other day uh, Neville said he didn't like how I uh, didn't like the transfer of Sancho coming to United as a Manchester United fan he didn't like that transfer how much was he signed for Uh, around 73 73 75 million pounds <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so uh let me just uh, give it to you julius yes varane and sancho what do you expect of them varane was a good signing yeah. you saw how he performed against wolves yeah he had some terrific block yeah and uh, actually naturally varane is a leader world cup winner champions league three times champions league winner Varan was a good signing, perfect one for Man United. Sancho, I'm not sure. He's never convinced me since uh, I think the last season. Yeah. Before before this COVID thing came. Yeah. He's never performed even at Dortmund. Yeah, so I th- I don't think even how you saw him play. Yeah. Uh, against Wolves. He was. Not really convincing. He wasn't even in the game. Yeah. Uh, at some point even I saw Bruno coaching him trying to show him some things. <laughs> uh, so I don't think yeah. I don't think Sancho was a good uh, signing. For me I don't think Sancho was the right one. And uh, I think, and that this is just my observation. He's a, he's a good player. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I don't refuse, but uh, I don't think he's going to perform the way he performed yeah. in the Bundesliga. Yeah. When you look at how Sancho played with uh, Dortmund, uh-huh. I know Bundesliga is a bit is a bit soft. So how he played in Dortmund, he had players to connect with. He had that chemistry with uh, Jude Bellingham, uh, Elin Haaland, Marco Rose. All those. Yeah. And if you look at the game he came uh, as a sub against Southampton. Yes. You will see how he came with uh, Lingard and Martial mm-hmm. and you will see how lazy Lingard wasn't making those runs mm-hmm. to play the one two with Sancho. Yes. Or Scott mm-hmm. or uh, Martial. Mm-hmm. So do you think it's an effect of having a ke- having that, that chemistry with these players or is he has come to a very tough league? 
Uh, the, the English Premier League is, is a tough one. Yeah. I think it will take him time to adapt. Because actually, I'm not going to criticize Sancho when our Arsenal signed Pepe for 72. Yeah. <laughs> And actually, it's only last season that Pepe did something that I liked, actually. Yeah. I think. But I think it's a matter of adapting to the league. Yeah. Getting that chemistry, everything. You getting yourself settled. I think once he settles, then we'll see yeah. how it goes. So, man of the match? Again, Manchester against Wolves. Wolves. Yeah. Uh, Greenwood. Greenwood. Yeah. I think because he came with the uh, match winner and he also showed his uh, yeah. game with the Nini. Flop of the match? Flop of the match? Yeah. Oh, uh, Sancho. Sancho. Sancho was the flop of the match, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Does it go the same to you as the Banky? For me, man of the match, Greenwood. Uh, that kid actually, Alinibo. I was about to go laugh on social media. I know, <laughs> no, I know. I know. Actually, I was just on the live score. Yeah. I'm like, hey, just mean they have not scored. So I'm like, okay. So they are about to laugh. They are about to make memes on social media. Let them draw again. Hey. And uh, club of the match. Ah, me Adama didn't come through. Adama didn't come through. I think <laughs> he, he, he just needs to score goals. Yeah. Now we go on to the interesting uh, game of the weekend. And that is uh, Liverpool versus Chelsea. A 1-1 draw. Mm-hmm. Both goals came from set pieces, a corner and a penalty. Yeah. I think we should start for from Harvey Elliott's effect in Liverpool's midfield. He's a young guy. He has shown consistency or consistency on uh, the game he has been given by the manager. What is his future going forth? I th- I think he's going to be given time to play because yeah. he showed his what? He showed his what since he was given that time. Yeah. And uh, since Uh, Shidan Shakiri left. I think he's going to take the uh, he's going to take that part. I know there's Mosala Mo on that left wing. Yeah. Many there are many players the the likes of uh, Chamberlain, Oxlade. Uh, but I think he's a good player. I saw how he played against Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea was a tough side, a very very a tough very, one. Very very tough. Yeah. Side. And Liverpool really lacked creativity on that day. Yeah. Yeah. They ended up shooting from every angle. But who is Mendy? <laughs> uh. Block Ukuta. Basi mm. mm. is the golden glove boy. Scania Scania ikume pakiwa Sunday. Wefa, wefa. So I thought to say that. So mm. uh maybe this interview and to rebut because it's a bit controversial. Yeah. The red card against Rhys uh, James. Oh, I think the controversy on that yeah. red card was it was a double punishment for Chelsea. Exactly. Yeah. A penalty and a red card. <laughs> But again, at the end of the day, rules are rules. Yeah. That was a goal-scoring opportunity. Yeah, cause on the goal line, yeah, you handled the ball with your hand definitely like James, <laughs> James did. Yeah. Because he definitely removed it. Yeah. If the ball and, had hit uh, it, his hand, it would have been a yellow yeah. card. And, but you can see from the cameras, like there's a point he was trying to get it out of yeah. the of the goal. So I think it was just a red card and. Uh, Oh, and of course it was in the box so it had to be a penalty yeah, and uh, before before i pass the button to anthony baki when you look at the ref watch they said first of all it was a clear it was a clear red card yes because it was a goal opportunity yeah for the master team and then the way he had was swinging his, his hand, hand yes that one was just a giveaway the way he was swinging his hands I, I, at least he would have kept his hands attached to his body it would have been more uh, looked at and uh, not been given a pen the real thing he swung his hand and i don't know why he did that at all i don't know why you know when you're a defender yeah 
you have a, you have a responsibility <laughs> in you there. That is the post. Yeah. You have two things as a, as a defender or as a player. Yeah. Defend the ball and defend the goal. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. So he was just doing his duty. That is what Chelsea pays him for. In a wrong way. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Defend. No, it doesn't matter how how we want to do it. <laughs> it matters, bro. Rules, matter. rules are rules, bro. <laughs> That's what right. Defend that goal. <laughs> but in that case, it was just unfortunate that probably he didn't stick his hands to his body. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was expecting him to do that because you know the ball was just whirling around there. So it was a tricky ball to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. And also uh despite the red cards, I will also say congratulations to Chelsea uh going home with a point. That's a good team. Yeah, it really Those are the champions of Europe. Yeah, they learn. brought out the champions in them yeah. and showed uh, their elasticity throughout the the game uh-huh. which uh, I think they will mirror it throughout the season. You know it's a good thing to see a North Londoner say that. <laughs> they know which team. No, I'll give credit. I'll give I'll give credit. Let me tell you let, let me tell you people something today. You know I look at that Chelsea side. Then I look at the league and the other teams that are fighting for the league. Then personally I'll, I would give Chelsea credit. Yeah. They're keeping clean sheets, they're playing well. Because that was a 10-man Chelsea playing against Liverpool at Anfield. It was with not fans. it was not any any other any other stadium. Yeah. It was at Anfield with, with the atmosphere, with fans. Yeah. And they they had to they they held they held Liverpool until the last minute on a 1-1 draw. Yeah. Of which I'm I'm just thinking if Chelsea had their full squad in I think they would have beaten Liverpool. Yeah. Exactly. Because even after they went they went down to 10 man, they still overplayed Liverpool at some moments. They were attacking. Yeah. So I think Chelsea currently I think Chelsea has depth they like have everything. Yeah. They have depth. Like Scotty Conze ni kama yenye leko ndani. Yeah, but I think they're going to do better this season. Salama mm. sana. So uh Liverpool do they have a <coughs> chance of uh, getting any silver this season? Going for the crown. FA, Carabao, Champions League. Do they have a chance of any of those? I think uh, you cannot rule out anyone as by uh-huh. now in terms of getting the accolades and stuff. Yeah. Because we are just three games and yeah. we have over 35 more to come. That's you know, this plus. thing is always a marathon. Yeah. And so at some point that the teams with experience what what achoka pa katikati. Hey. <laughs> You know sometimes this experience is what wins in the league. Mm. That is where it will count. Yeah. yeah. You know, because fatigue comes in, you have games to play Europa, you have to play uh FA, Carabao, Juninini. So fatigue inakuja and that will, you can only win games when you have experience and you have a squad depth. Yeah. So that, true, so, true. Uh Chelsea's midfield. Chelsea just added uh, Saul on the deadline of the transfer. Now they have four very good midfielders. Saul, Kante, Jorginho and uh, Mateo Kovacic. Is that an is that a uh, guarantee for them to so up higher or uh, is it easy to magimix these players? Now I think with the number of games Chelsea are going to play this season, mm. I think additional Saul legs will will help them. Exactly. in that main field. Yeah. Uh, I think Ngolo Kante has been having some knocks, uh, some small knocks and he's not been playing like every week like he used to play. So I think if if they can partner two two guys this game week, two guys the next game week, I think they're going to be a good team. Yeah. At least you give some people some rest, others play. Yeah. There's also Loftus-Cheek, he left out a very good midfielder. Yeah, also Loftus-Cheek yeah. who was 
who Mourinho wanted to sign for Where's Rose Buckley? Rose Buckley is, uh, is <laughs> no. still at Aston Villa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he, he extended has, his loan. Yeah, he oh. has his injury issues. I didn't issues. know. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Uh. So, man of the match, Chelsea versus Liverpool. Oh, ah, Mendy. Mendy. Yeah, Mendy, bro. <laughs> that guy got some good saves there, bro. Without Mendy, it was. Ah, it was. It should have been a different story. Kepa and Riza Balaga there. Man, let me get to understand Zote. Zote. And uh, flop of the match. Flop of the match. Yeah. Uh, But but Rhys James for the red card. Rhys James for the red card. I think this is. Uh, I think it is. It's critical, but again, yeah. uh, if uh, let me not write off. When you say flop, we mean some, someone who was not in the game. Okay, yeah. let, let me not mention Rhys James, but I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't fancy and an Robertson this time. Yeah, I think. Uh, out of his work rate. Yeah, and also uh, he was coming off from an injury. Yeah. Yeah. That is the analysis of the game of the weekend. Uh, we were joined by Mr. Julius Apete. Thank you very much for coming. Yeah, Mr. thank Julius. you, bro. Thank you. Uh, today we were unfortunately uh, Neville didn't come, and it w- would have been very fun for us in the studio and for our editor. <laughs> 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 and uh, we will have completed our Manchester Chelsea Arsenal team, but uh, we'll have it next week. Uh, this week we don't have games. Uh, it was the international break for the players, and uh, the games are, will be coming back uh, from next week. And the Premier League will brace Cristiano Ronaldo back in his first game against Newcastle. <laughs> Anthony Baki, you are happy? <laughs> happy for the for the individual, not for, the for individual, Manchester. No, <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, that's it for us. Uh, oh, a question for you guys before okay, you leave. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. What's your thought on Arambe Stars versus Rwanda on Sunday? Uh, <laughs> I put on a pattern. I should have done a I think. I think. Uh, yeah, you sure. watched the game. You watched the game yesterday, I or maybe that, on YouTube. I watched that Ugandan uh, versus uh, Kenya game. Yeah. Navelani Leona. Yes. I will give Rwanda the benefit of the doubt and mm. one nil mm. to Rwanda. Mm. Yeah. Not that I have anything against Arambe Stars, mm. but. It is what it is. One nil to Rwanda. We have everything against our ambassadors. Just go and see. The only thing I have against them is how how they missed their chances yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, and they should create more anyway. Yeah. 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 Uh, me, But I'm predicting say. a a one-one draw in Rwanda. One-one draw. Yeah. Yeah, that is what I said. Tutapatanisho tuna draw. But last thing I have to say here is, uh, like for a team like Arsenal, it's a very big team by the way in Europe. Yeah. Um, just uh, like Apeti had said, instead of focusing on the bigger things because they are they are a bigger team already and they're not getting any bigger right now in terms of play and stuff, they should keep on doing the small things in a in a in a small way or a great way, like beating the likes of uh, Kina West Bromo Karaboa. But when they come to the Premier League, they need to reorganize. Personally, I'm thinking, you know, but they uh, they say they trust the process. I kind of trust the process because I haven't seen those players that Arteta signed himself play at the same time. So I'm waiting to see the likes of Gabriel Ben White in that defense, Kieran Tierney, Partey, Odegaard, Lokonga, and uh, all the forwards when they're fully fit. Yeah, then I, I'll I'll judge them from some two games how we play. Yeah. True. So that is Arsenal. Uh, once a great team, 
Arsenal when they played with Manchester they were deciding titles but now it's another story that's it from uh, Football Weekly my name is Bridges Mugala my name is Anthony and I'm Apete Julius thank you thank you very much Apete for coming till next week I am happy if you are happy thank you very much <laughs>